welcome to the My Family Coach podcast. I'm Claire and in each episode you'll find me interviewing a guest expert to find out more about the tricky world of child behaviour, all in handy 15 minute-ish bite-sized chunks. Then I'll send you away with three handy practical tips that you can use at home. And if this episode leaves you wanting more, you can watch, listen and read from our wide range of resources while you're on the go on the My Family Coach website. It's really good to have you with us here this morning. Um, you're welcome. Oh, nice to meet you, Deborah. Thank you for having me on. That's really nice to meet you. Um, so I'm going to start with our regular question. What are you currently reading and how does it link to your current role? Yeah, I'm actually reading uh, Deborah. Um, I believe a lot, of, especially at the moment, a lot of self-help books. So I'm actually reading a book called "Escape the Rat Race" by uh, Christian Rodwell. Um, and yeah, it just gives me like a, a nice outlook on how to look after myself, like mind, body, soul, uh, which I take a lot into the pre-roll work as well. And yeah, just help, help, being positive, being respectful um, towards one another. Um, and yeah, it's just a great little read, really. So just reading that at the moment. Yeah, and I think uh, lots of people are turning. To- those sorts of support um, texts, aren't they? And I think uh, they're really uh, important. Absolutely, yeah. I've taken a lot of things like med- uh, meditation um, and like eating really well, lots of yoga um, and breathing exercise, but they've been really, really beneficial from that as well. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your context. You mentioned yeah, that you work in a crew. Yeah, absolutely love working in a pro. I've been working there for about 13 years nearly now. Um, absolutely love it. So I started off um, agency, um, as you do. Um, and then before that, I was actually a holiday rep, which is quite quite bizarre <laughs> move from working in a pro to behaviour to, to dealing with 1830s. Uh, but yeah, absolutely love it. So I work at a, a pro in West London, dealing a lot with um, high level and low level behaviour in the classroom. Um, I've been a TA there for about 13, 14 years. And um, I say in that time, um, I've had like, really good relationships with all staff and all students that are there. Um, I take the students. Sorry, I expect your uh, holiday rep experience was um, helpful in terms of positivity and getting energy going. From oh, absolutely. Th- things like team teach and de-escalation was like key kind of doing that job. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky enough to work out an IB for, for two seasons. Um, dealing with a lot of antisocial behaviour as well out there as well so a lot of like irate um, drunken holiday makers yeah. which probably wasn't <laughs> the best but it did keep me up for working in a pro um, ideally no, absolutely. <laughs> so from your perspective as a, as a teaching assistant um, where does behaviour management work well in the classroom? I think pretty much um, Deborah when as soon as the as soon as like working with the, with the teacher. So ideally that first thing is um, so important for these young people. So a lot of like meet and greet at the door, um, working with key students that I know can be disruptive in the classroom um, and then getting them on task. But as soon as they come in, um, maybe a little chat, just simple, fast activities for the first 10 minutes um, and just trying to get the students engaged really and working alongside that teacher and working with key students in the classroom that I know can um yeah have have like a, a major or quite a small minor um uh, like uh, meltdown in the classroom so we have got a lot of students with um ebd um students and a lot of like, students with um your know, anxiety as well so yeah just watch, trying to work alongside the teacher um and yeah maybe take them off in small groups as well yeah so you talked about de-escalation can you give a specific example of a strategy that de-escalates a situation 
Like Absolutely. That. So a lot of our students we use uh, things like stress balls work really, really well, um, mm-hmm. and like flashcards. Um, and then maybe like things like the when they first come in as well, like a show and tell. Like I had this from primary when they maybe like bring something in and then spend that couple of like first minutes looking and researching for something that they've actually brought in. So in getting them engaged and then slowly working back to the left, the, the word and the phonics from the classroom, all that kind of stuff, really. So probably um, you're, you're describing things like preemptive rather than dealing with something that's already reached. It's about Absolutely, yeah. There in the first place. It's making that yeah. risk assessment, I guess, first of all, as soon as they come in, um, and then what, like how they're going to learn, and then what kind of like things I could do. If I see someone coming in really stressed out, I'm probably not even going to have them in the classroom. But take them outside, give them a nice walk, lots of fresh air. Things are even so basic as if they've eaten. I mean, all this stuff is so important. Yeah. Um, and just start bringing them down to a level, nice calm voices, open palms, the way you stance, the way you mm-hmm. talk nice and slowly. All this yeah. kind of stuff I've learned from um, team teachers really, really helped in the classroom mm-hmm. as well. And um, so working with classroom teachers, um, uh, tell us about that as a, a relationship. How does it work best? Yeah. And what advice yeah. would you give to classroom teachers? That in working... I think I've been very lucky to work with the teachers, like working alongside them, having a briefing in the morning, discussing like the lesson. So spending like five minutes on like a writing activity, then maybe move something physical. And not having a lesson just full of worksheets. Children don't engage in this. Um, a little bit of time for them to do like self-moderation, self-learning, and then also like marking each other's work as well. So, yeah, I think it's key. So having like a briefing with the staff um, beforehand and then afterward, afterwards as well, like what worked well, what didn't work so well, and just getting that relationship and your both your strengths and weaknesses as well. I think that's quite important. Um, and then also, I'm sorry, Deborah? Yeah, so you can work together. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, teachers might say, listening to this, well, yeah, no, I'd love to do that, but how do we fit it in? You know, what, what would your answer be to that? I think it's just time, isn't it? Having well, where to fit it in and having that long-term relationship with that teacher, knowing that you know how, how the way they teach and, and um, just trying to, like, um, mirror image that because we have a lot of agency who come in as well. So, obviously, that's kind of difficult, um, having a completely new member of staff uh, but yeah, I highly recommend that you have a try and find a little just like five minutes before, five minutes after if you can, um, and then also little quiet gestures or movements with your hands through the lesson to knowing who might need help and who might not. Just try and have a nice, calm class. Really, that's the that's yeah. the main key, isn't it, for learning and stuff. So, Definitely. and I think all those non-verbal signals are really important. And like you say, building a relationship with your teaching assistant teacher is really important because then you know what those cues are and you can kind of go oh okay there's a there's an issue i need to deal with and um the students may not need to know your codes but you know them yeah absolutely um so can you tell me a little bit about uh some of the work that you've done in terms of supporting students in terms of group work um in schools yeah, so I think it's a good idea that um, I came in, I came across the idea probably about three or four years ago to have like boys groups. So just a group full of boys, very relaxed, open conversation with all different topics such as like friendships, um, even things like um, sex, like sexual activity. You know what I mean, a lot of these young people do not have the adult role models that you kind of like wish for. 
um, a lot like broken homes. So giving these young people like, a really nice chance just to talk and, and unload their kind of like feelings and saying it's okay to, to do certain, certain things that and to give them kind of like um, a little bit of history, like for my life as well, what I found helps growing up. Like I do tell them I've, I'm a very open, I've got really bad dyslexia um, and always have done did and did find it difficult through school. Um, and also things like your friends as well, like how much of a an impact kind of friends growing up at this kind of age is so like, so important. Um, and so, yeah, I run these groups every, I say every other Wednesday. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like a drop-in. So students come in there nice and relaxed. Sometimes you listen to, I do DJing as well. So mm-hmm. listen to a lot of the music I do. And we've just been really lucky to have like a music um like a uh, studio at the Prue now. So yeah, when I get back, I'm going to be like making music with the students. And I think it's so important, so therapeutic for these young people and like creativity and doing things like drama, debates and all this kind of stuff. So, and then and also things like housing and like how they're going to get money and like trying to set them up and tell them how it's real, that it is going to be difficult in London now to, to yeah. find a job. You're in competition yeah. with all these other students. So just how important GCSEs are. A lot of them will fob it off. Oh, I can do that later on in life. And yeah. I was like, well, it is important like, to, do, to do that now. Do you know what I mean? And, and just to look out for them, just to like know there's like, a friendly voice or someone nice to talk to. Like, I think I can, you can say, Deborah, that you always remember a good teacher when you were at school. And to have yeah. that memory or to have that good idea of, oh, that person was really nice or I like that way that, that the way the person um, talked or the way that they taught me then yeah that's that's great planting them little seeds and memories um yeah it's yeah it's great and it makes me feel happy you yeah, kind of have that role do you know what I mean? yeah and it's about making connections isn't it and really um i expect that you see them later in the classroom in a different way and they see you in a different way absolutely so, it's, it's yeah. really it's really nice when they leave as well like i was walking down um, a street in london and like big chap tapped on the shoulder i was like oh my god i'm gonna get robbed and he was like oh mr davis like guy picked me up six <laughs> foot lift him off my feet and i talked about three or four years ago um oh so nice it's beautiful. We've got like two children now, and like that, really to me, yeah, it just makes makes the whole job worthwhile. And um, yeah, it's great. It is great. And then to have these young people say, "Oh, you really, really helped me out that time," or "You really made me think differently about that situation." Um, yeah. So to me, TAs have that kind of like awesome power because you you do you are on that front line with these young people, and you do yeah. make a massive impact. Like I feel. Definitely. Yeah, I love going to work. And it is so it is so lovely to see it kind of is evidence, isn't it, of those really strong relationships that you've built in school when you see them later down the line. Yeah, absolutely. They remember you and, and um it's about them knowing that you cared about them. Yeah. They remember absolutely. And it and, seems like to me there's not a lot of that when you go into school now. It's literally the grades, the offsteads, there's not all that kind of like building relationships. It's kind of like forgotten about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where to me that that's key. Like I'd rather have yeah. the relationship building first and then like the education after. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably get shot down for saying that. But <laughs> I think Well that is part of their education, isn't it? Teaching them how to have good positive relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And how to um, you know sustain relationships and how to get over uh, conflict and resolve it and then make a fresh start and know that you know you, you you're learning it's about teaching students about how to be good human beings and, yeah. and, and i think also like to make mistakes like a lot yeah. of saying it's okay to make mistakes i was doing a group a couple of weeks ago saying about 
give us a time when you've done something, it went terribly wrong, but afterwards you thought, you know what, I learned from that, and that's the way, like, yeah. things wrong is is a, is a process isn't it it's a learning process yeah. so yeah that sticks to my mind quite a lot when i do groups like that so that's really nice and also um admitting your own mistakes as well i think being a bit human is really helpful isn't it absolutely and perhaps you know for a teaching assistant um is do you do you think it's easier to be more human as a teaching assistant or do you think you know, what's your view on that i think so i think there's not so much pressure on yourself although you've got to do a lot of the um the ieps in in individual learning plans mm. for the for the young people we teach but i think in that respect the pressure is off a little bit we do seem a bit more human um the students will literally come to us all the time like we're on the break times with them we're on the detention yeah. of the school um, and i think that's key and just to be that same continual familiar face every day um yeah is 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 uh, it's a no-brainer and then you see the development of these young people kind of like i've only got them for two years but the the turnaround we can do with them yeah is 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 unbelievable like don't get me wrong there is some really really tough kids and it takes a long time it is just literally baby steps to see the development but yeah we, we all get there it is a positive good vibe of a place of a pro. Um, and to have that kind of atmosphere of family there is is second to none. So yeah, I absolutely absolutely love it. And do you uh, get to do much connecting with parents and families? I talk to a lot of the parents because obviously with COVID we just have so a lot of things. I've been ringing them up, telling them yeah. about symptoms, and just giving them a, a friendly call. Do you know what I mean? As well, like it is daunting having your child in a pro. Like I think for some parents, when they when they know that their child's going in there, it's like put their hands up and what kind of mistakes have I made and mm. feels like the world's kind of bearing down but you kind of break it down for them you say look we are going to work with you you know I mean us two together it's like a partnership it's yeah. so important sometimes we do find difficult to to understand them like um they do have lots of needs themselves mm-hmm. shall I say uh, but just maybe ringing them every other day or once a week uh, about the child's behavior you have a thing called target sheets so in each lesson, the student gets a target and a comment and then we'll ring home and we'll go through the student with the sheet every Thursday and then ring home on a Friday as well. Just, mm-hmm. to, just to let the parents know, really, because I think these parents have had times of other schools ringing them up saying, your child's doing this, your student's doing yeah. that. And then it's Having actually positive. positive regular. Yeah. yeah, it just breaks down all them kind of like taboos and big like um, ne- negativity. Do you know what I mean? We'll keep yeah. it all positive. And then when they do come in, you finally meet them and it's yeah it's it's a it's a lovely it's a lovely kind of experience not with all parents i've got to say like i'm putting a bit yeah. of coat in but some yeah. sometimes it, it does go that way do you know what i mean yeah. So. Cool. So, yeah the common sort of threads of what we've been discussing really is about connection and relationships and, and positive building those positive connections having time all of those are key things so we come to the end of our of our chat um but just to finish could you give us your three top tips for behavior all my top tips i would say always keep it nice and calm um treat treat the student as the way that you'd probably want to be treated because then the day it's, a, it's about love for myself so just taking that time getting them relationships i think is key um I, th- I suppose like top tips for myself is also having like the awareness and like using your staff to their best of their abilities. Like I, I'd say my team teacher role that 
I see staff as a tool belt and then each of the tool belt has their own individual role with a young person. So if I don't get with a certain student, do a change of face, use another member of staff who works really well with that student. Um, And then just also, I suppose, have a lot of, lot of um, laughs. I think that's the main thing as well. You don't want to be too serious, especially working in a pro. Um, Just keep it nice and relaxed and also try and push push students as well like really find out about what they're kind of like going through if they want to open up to you if they don't but just being there and being like a solid good role model I guess really and I know some days in a pro you're going to find it difficult with behavior but just yeah just just carry on just carry on just like talking to staff members senior management get everyone involved that's what it's all about really isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely laughter is so key um yeah I, I uh, think uh, enough, in a previous yeah, in a previous tool, uh, we always said we, we had a, a target for the staff, a sort of informal target, which was we've got to laugh every day. Yeah. <laughs> and we managed it. <laughs> it's really important, especially at the moment with COVID. No, we need it. Positivity yeah. is key, definitely. Yeah. So it's been really lovely talking to you this morning. Thank well, you for coming on uh, Behaviour Bites and uh, good luck with uh, the next half term and, and beyond. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk to you again at some point in the future. Oh, brilliant. But thanks very much. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the My Family Coach podcast. Thank you for joining us as we lift the lid on the challenging world of child behaviour. There's heaps more helpful advice for all your parents and needs on the My Family Coach website. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time.